and welcome to another episode of the Hammer Drops. I am your host, Lack. It is Friday. It is the weekend. We are... Uh, yes, I, I'm just happy that it's the weekend. That's all I got to say. I'm tired. I'm burnt out. I'm stressed. Uh, you know, whatever. <laughs> it's life, right? So today, on today's show, we are going to get into a bunch of different things here. First and foremost... We're going to get it. We're pretty much going to talk about the border. I've done a lot of digging and a lot of different research on what's going on, how money is being diverted from certain agencies to go to the legal immigrants, what impact this migration is going to have, and why they're moving them to different cities. And then those cities are moving them out to like suburbs and stuff like that. There's a reason behind it, and we're going to get into that. We're going to get into, while we're sleeping and all focused on the South, how our North is wide open, and it's getting pummeled just as bad as the South, but nobody's reporting on it. And when we talk about all this, we're going to talk about how the Biden regime originally kind of started doing all this back in 2021 when when he first took office. And I mean, you can literally do a Google search and it will pull up and don't worry if you're a liberal li- listening to this show, you'll find stuff on Politico of all the stuff that I said on CNN, all your favorite, favorite places to go listen to bullshit news. So we're also going to talk about how in San Diego, and you know what, let's go, let's, we're going to go there first. Cause that's, that's a smaller topic. But it's a topic that I think that everybody should really start to think about. So over there in San Diego, there's a spot that is wide open in the fence that (laughs) are allowing immigrants to come in. And not just any immigrants. It is Chinese nationalists that are crossing over there. And isn't it funny? Well, first and foremost, since October 1st of last year, since the new fiscal year began. 20,000 Chinese nationals have crossed in this spot in California. Isn't it funny? And isn't it ironic that the governor of California, none other than Gavin Newsom, frequently goes to see communist president Xi Jinping over there in China or having him over there in San Francisco and cleaning up the cities you know, the city streets and stuff. Isn't it that, you know, just weird? I mean, things that seriously make you go, hmm, because he has the power to, you know, I don't know, close that, that part, but he doesn't want to. So that's what's going on. I'm going to play a news clip and they're going to explain, you know, what they're seeing down there. So to this growing threat, we mentioned a Chinese national slipping through our borders. Griff Jenkins is live in Jacumba, California. Hi, Griff. Hey, Dana. Good morning. And we are about 60 miles east of San Diego. This is part of the San Diego sector here in Hakumba. It's elevation over 3,000. It's just over 30 degrees here. But yet in this remote area, they're seeing a huge influx. We wanted to bring you here, Dana, to show you here along the border wall. You can see where it meets the mountains in the uh, razor wire. But around that corner, about a three to four foot gap. And that is where we have seen the influx 
influx of so many migrants, particularly Chinese. Take a look here at this video shot by our Fox Nation team a few weeks ago. You can see them streaming through. Many of them are migrants from China. Just to put into perspective here, they have seen over 20,000 Chinese migrants cross the southwest border this year, and more than 90% have come through this area, this sector in San Diego specifically. Put that into all right, so let's put this in perspective real quick. So 90% of the Chinese nationals that have crossed illegally are crossing in San Diego. And Gavin Newsom still won't close it. So let's continue. In the perspective, Dana, there were only 450 total migrants the entire fiscal year of 2021 here in San Diego. They've eclipsed that number in the past 48 hours. Now, you can see also the groups of migrants that have gathered here in the Kumba where they have been covering coming. They've had more than 9,000 in the sector last week from 73 different countries. Border Patrol Union President Brandon Judd talked about the concern, particularly of these Chinese migrants. Listen here. I want to show you all of the Chinese nationals that are crossing our borders illegally. These are single adult men of military age. That is Okay, so you heard it right there. Single adult men at military age that are crossing the border. And that is coming from a border, uh, somebody high up in there. So I'm not going to play any more of the video. So, I mean, you get the gist of it, what is going on. Gavin Newsom needs to close that down. Seeing as how 90% of the Chinese nationals are coming in through there, that's a huge problem. And that show you right there just where Gavin Newsom stands by leaving that open, knowing how many of them are crossing, knowing that China has us, the U.S. in their crosshairs, and yet he's still allowing this. This is a big problem. Now, let's move on to this part of the show. Let's talk about illegal immigration and how it can have major impacts on House seats and electoral colleges. Now, I'm going to read some parts of an article. So again, bear with me here. I'm going to pull this up here real quick. So immigration experts are raising the alarm about how the increasing flow of migrants illegally crossing into the U.S. may significantly impact states' representation in the House of Representatives and electoral colleges. Okay, so shortly after taking office in 2021, Biden signed an executive order requiring the U.S. Census Bureau factor in all residents, including non-citizens, as part of its calculation of the U.S. population. As a result, the appointment of House seats and therefore electoral colleges for presidential elections could be swayed as migrants continue to pour over the southern border. So basically, what I'm gathering from this is now that they're counting them in all over what, you know, non-citizens, so they're counting them as, you know, in the census. And then you ha- I want you to think about it. They're, so they're essentially, Abbott is sending them to sanctuary cities, right? Well, those sanctuary cities are now farming them out into other spots in their state that could possibly be heavy Republican, conservative, or whatever you want to call it. And now with these migrants going into those areas, so if, 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 if a whole bunch of migrants go into an area that's heavily Republican or maybe has a Republican edge, but by sending them over, say, 6,000 of them to one area, and now the Democrats have an edge because these migrants are 
have already said they're going to vote Joe Biden. They're going to vote Democrat. And, and, you know, and that's how that's going on. So I hope you're seeing that now. So illegal immigration has all kinds of effects. And among them is that it distorts the mechanics of the democratic government. The executive director of the Center for Immigration Studies told Fox News in an interview, illegal immigrants aren't even supposed to be here. So their inclusion in the census count for purposes of appointment really is outrageous, which it is. They shouldn't be here, so why are we counting them? And the only reason why we're counting them is to sway that door for a certain political party that is allowing the borders to stay open, even though they say we don't have a problem. So let's move on. There's a lot of close votes in Congress, more than there used to be. So it can, in fact, make a difference. It shouldn't be a question of, does this give you personally more influence in Washington? The question should be, is it right? Is it healthy for our democratic process to be distorted in this way? Now, I wholeheartedly will say no, our, our democratic process should not be swayed like this. Um, Let me know what you think about that in the comments. All right. So overall, according to the Federation of American Immigration Reform, there are an estimate of 16.8 million illegal immigrants living in the U.S. as of June 2023, which from June 2023 till now, obviously that number has changed significantly with the border being open. Therefore, because every House seat represents 761,168 residents on average, the total number of illegal immigrants account for roughly 22 seats in the House. You're starting to paint this picture here. Okay. And the most recent census, which was conducted in 2020, reduced the number of House seats appropriated, uh, I'm sorry, apportioned, apportioned to New York from 27 to 26. The state according to the Census Bureau, would have needed just 89 more residents to maintain its previous appointment of a calculation that highlights how fragile states' house seat levels are. Now, if you notice a lot of the states that these people, the migrants are being going to, Illinois, New York, most of these Democrat-run states, they have the highest number of people leaving. So does that make any sense to you now? They're putting them in the states where the higher number of the people are leaving so they can maintain the electoral college for them, knowing that these states are heavily Democrat, number one. So in addition, electoral votes for president elections, for presidential elections, are distributed to states based on how many representatives in Congress they have. Therefore, a state with a large number of House seats has greater influence during presidential elections every four years. It doesn't get enough attention, and with millions coming in right now, it deserves a very bright, hot spotlight on this whole immigration thing that's going on. So earlier this month, Reese actually published an essay alongside R.J. Hallman, and I apologize if I'm not pronouncing it correctly, the president of the Immigration Center for Enforcement, warning that illegal immigration is triggering a warped representation in Congress. Congress. Barring the census from including non-citizens in appointment, an appropriate yeah, apportionment, sorry, <laughs> is critical and critical in making sure 
that American citizens, the only population who can and should vote in U.S. elections, are picking America's leaders, not immigrants, which that's what the Democrats want. Biden's intentional border crisis has produced an unprecedented apportionment issue, distorting the representation that states have in the House and how many electoral votes they have in presidential elections. So if we, I mean, just take a step back. I mean, just see, I mean, this is like crazy what they are doing, but it makes sense. I mean, it, it, by accounting them, they're maintaining the numbers, especially for California, New York, Illinois, all states that are heavily Democrat in the bigger cities. Whereas like out in the sticks and say like Illinois and other counties outside of like Cook County and stuff like that, it's heavily Republican. So that's why they had to maintain the average in like big cities like Chicago, even though Chicago has a number of people leaving continuously. Now, I guess one thing that would be quite interesting on this whole subject is to take the amount of the people that have left, say Chicago, and see how it averages out to how many of those people that are coming back on those buses, you know, being put here. And that would go over the same for the other counties that are heavily blue, you know, blue counties that have lost like a heavy amount of people that, you know, around here. And I apologize about that. I need to put my phone on mute (laughs) when I'm doing this. So, all right. So now let's get into this a little bit more. So while people continue to flee Democratic and Democrat run cities, desperate Democrats are backfilling the mass exodus with illegal immigrants. I just told you this, right? So they don't lose their seats in Congress and maintain electoral votes for the presidency and hence artificially boost their political power, which in turn dilutes the power of other Americans' votes. Now, I literally just said that and I just just pulled that up. (laughs) So... I hope you guys are on the same wavelength as me right now. So, okay. So Haggerty's bill comes years after President Trump attempted to include a citizenship question on the 2020 census questionnaire. Trump's efforts sparked widespread criticisms and con- condemned from you know from the Democrats. Of course, they condemned Trump for doing this and left-wing immigration groups who argued that citizenship question was unlawful and was designed to help Republicans in future elections. Hence exactly what the Democrats are doing by flooding them into those cities that they're losing mass numbers of people or states that they are losing mass number of people. So, I mean, does that kind of make sense why they're keeping the border open? So the Trump administration, unfortunately, ultimately abandoned the effort in July 2019 after an unfavorable Supreme Court ruling. Trump said at the time that allowing non-citizens to be counted was part of a broader left-wing effort to erode the rights of American citizens. And you wonder why these they hate Trump. So it obviously helps states that have a high illegal immigration population. The best way to say it is it is preserves insensitive incentive i'm sorry 
to states to grow their population through illegal immigration. That's all it's doing. It's like, don't worry. If you lose people, just take illegal immigrants because now we're going to count them. So that's what's really one of the main reasons why our border is still open. Okay. And people really need to start like waking up and realizing it. It's, it's all part of a broader thing and stop, you know, I want to say this because I know the Super Bowl just happened. I know everybody, you know, you have sports fans, you have concert fans, you live music. All of these things were built. Remember Rome. Rome used to have a coliseum. They used to have games, right? It was to distract the citizens of Rome of the corruption, the immigration, and the col- what was about to happen and the collapse of Rome. And that's exactly what is happening today here in the United States and in other countries all across, all over the world. We're essentially the new Rome. We're almost at the 250-year mark where most nations or countries, whatever you want to call it, powers collapse. And we're almost at that point. No country that has been just powerful has gone more than 250 years. So let's keep that in mind. So now let's move on to the North. Let's, let's, let's take a look up at the North because nobody's actually really reporting on this. And I kind of stumbled on this article, which was very fascinating. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go over it with you here. But it also, it, it, it has to make you wonder because it's like, wow. So we're all focused on the South, but we're not focused on the North. And we know Canada isn't going to do shit. You know, Justin Trudeau is the most corrupt Canadian prime minister probably ever. Okay. I mean, yeah, this guy, he's fucking horrible. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Hey, (laughs) so let's, uh, I'm going to get into this because while we're focused so heavily on the South and everything, you know, while people were focused on Taylor Swift and Kels and, you know, I'm sorry, Mr. Pfizer and big Mike going to be coming out running for president here in 2024, we're not paying attention to what's going on up at the north. So illegal migrants are crossing the northern border at record-breaking rates, patrol agent says. This is coming from TND, the nationaldesk.com. It's America's News. So from Chaplin, New York, in addition to the crisis at our southern border, in the U.S. is seeing a spike of migrants illegally entering from the country from Canada, according to Border Patrol officials. The Swanton Sector Chief Patrol Agent Robert Garcia took to social media last week to note northern states are seeing a record-breaking, record-breaking numbers of illegal migrants. Grace's, uh, Garcia's patrol of Swanson Sector oversees portions of Vermont, New York, and New Hampshire. Garcia noted Thursday 10 citizens of Bangladesh were recently arrested in Champlain, Champlain New York, thanks to, citizens, to a citizen's report. The 10 migrants are among the more than 3,100 arrested entering the U.S. from Canada since October 1st, 2023, he wrote. These individuals reportedly hail from 55 different countries from around the world. Through January 2024, numbers have not yet been released. The Swanton sector saw consistently higher levels of migrants in, migrant encounters in 2023 than prior years. U.S. Customs and Border Patrol data shows in October the agency encountered 1,075 illegal migrants compared to just 43 in 2022 and 25 in 21. 
So politicians laminated the findings via X, the platform, blah, 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 represent Jimmy Jordan, call President Joe Biden's action, Biden for action Monday. Every state is a border state because Biden's border crisis. Where's the leadership? Rep Jordan asked. Now, I agree with him. Every state has become a border state because they're flooding these migrants. I mean, we had over 6 million migrants since Biden took office. So those 6 million, and they're not going to Hawaii. They're not going to Alaska. It's all in the lower 48. That's where they're going. So 2023 saw a 41% increase in northern border encounters from 2022. Rep Mike Kelly from Pennsylvania wrote, The reality is that northern border remains unprotected and overexposed under the the biden Mayorkas border crisis. Northern cities appear to be struggling to accommodate migrants. Boston City Councilor Julia recently volunteered the private homes of other assistant <laughs> migrants saying Deadham, whatever, Brooklyn, cities and towns that have so much more resources than the city of Boston, people who actually have more financial support. New York City Bishop Gerald Seabrooks told the National Desk last week, immigrants convicted of crime should be deported from the U.S., citing the rise in crime in the city among migrants. Go figure. It's because the countries to the south, they're letting what they're doing is they're emptying their prisons and telling them that they have to come here. That's what's happening. We're getting all the other countries' criminals here in the U.S. to create and cause more havoc. So while we're sleeping, we have more to the north that's happening, and that's only getting worse. But that is not in the mainstream media because it's not hitting the 10,000 a day numbers like they are to the south. But soon enough, it will be because who knows how much more is actually happening. I mean, numbers haven't been released yet. So when those are released, I'll bring that to another show. Also, before we go any further, I'm going to provide articles for all the stuff that I have found on the social media for you to be able to go through and read for yourself. So now we've covered illegal migrants crossing the North. The last part of this show today is going to be, and you guess it, it's about the migrants, but it's a more pressing issue when it comes to migrants. What we're going to talk about now is how the Biden administration is diverting resources from the VA to illegal immigrants. And you may be like, what? Because, you know, why would you find that out? Why would you know? Because they're not going to report this. Again, it took digging to find this. And this goes back to 2021, okay? From a political article, okay? The date of this article, and I'll again, this is one I will share, from May 15, 2021. Okay, it tells it shows the Biden administration reroutes billions in emergency stockpile COVID funds to border crunch. The reshuffling is let me see, twenty thousand undocumented children have taken department. Okay, the Department of Health and Human Services has diverted more than two billion meant for other health incentives initiatives. I'm sorry, towards covering the costs of caring for unaccompanied immigrant children as the Biden administration grapples with a record influx of migrants on the southern border. Yeah, go figure, right? I mean, this is what, four months into his presidency at this time? The redirect funds include $850 million 
that Congress originally allocated to rebuild the nation's strategic national stockpile, the emergency medical reserve, strained by the COVID-19 response. Another $850 million is being taken from a pot intended to help expand coronavirus testing, according to three people with knowledge of the matter. So he willingly, when we're still in a pandemic, taking millions of dollars from being able, you know, for the coronavirus tests and all that stuff and diverting those funds. I mean, that's just there. Okay. And by the way, I still, COVID is, yeah, we, yeah, we won't get into that. <laughs> so, okay. Again, now this article is from May 16, 2021. All right. So now let's move on. So then I found, so this is from Marsha Blackburn, U.S. Senator for Tennessee, Blackburn to Biden VA, putting illegal immigrants above America's veterans is unacceptable. And yes, it is. Nothing, nobody should be putting anything above our vets. Our vets paid the, you know, did the ultimate thing to protect our rights, our Constitution, our Bill of Rights, and they should be honored and treated well. Hell, I would even go on the fence and just say, you know what? If you serve two years, you should not pay taxes for two years. If you serve 10 years, you shouldn't have to pay taxes for 10 years. If you're fully, you know, you got fucked up from being over there in war and you're disabled and all that stuff. You shouldn't have to fucking pay taxes. Take care of our vets. Make sure that they have the proper shit that they need. Unfortunately, there's a lot of vets out there that have claims and those claims go unanswered for years, months to years. Okay. And people, there are still vets that are still waiting to hear. And then the VA makes it so hard on these vets to be able to be seen. I know my brothers, both vets, and I thank you for all your service. <laughs> They're disabled. And the VA makes it hard on them, making them drive two, three hours away from their home or the nearest office to them to go to these doctor's appointments for their claims. That's what they do because they want you not to want to do it. It's sickening. So U.S. Senator Marsha Blackburn Press Veterans Affairs Secretary Dennis McDoo, McDoo, whatever, on reports that the VA's priorities, uh, medical, I'm sorry, medical care and benefits for illegal immigrants at the expense of American veterans and taxpayers. Over 1 million veterans are waiting for claims to be processed while taxpayers cover 94.3 million in medical care for detained migrants. Now, this is from January 17th, 2024. In fiscal year 2022 alone, taxpayers sh uh, shouldered the cost of $94.3 million worth of medical expenses for detained migrants, money that should have been used to support American veterans who bravely served this nation. Yet at the same time, veterans and their families are rewarded for the sacrifice with months and years long waiting times for their claims to be processed. Currently, one million, about 1.1 million veterans are waiting for staff to process their claims. The VA claims that the average wait time for a claim to be processed is about five months. Yet the agency's own data shows that its backlog has increased and ex expected to grow more this year. The Biden administration is seemingly putting illegal immigrants above American veterans, America's veterans, and they deserve answers. And I agree, they do. I know Biden needs to like kind of pull his head out of his ass and like take care of the vets. I mean, he, he claims to be all about the military, but yet here we are. 
So the VA was created to support those who have served, served and protected this nation. And now senior VA officials have seemingly placed these veterans on a tier below the food. I'm, I'm sorry, the flood of illegal migrant immigrants that are crossing the the poorest border since President Biden took over office. More than 8.5 million illegal immigrants, including 1.7 million unknown gotaways. We're at over 10 million, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, over 10 million have entered our country since Biden has taken office. I mean, if that doesn't make you mad, folks, I don't know what else will. So we have Biden not only taking money from COVID funds when, you know, the country was, oh my God, back when he first took office. And now what he's doing to the vets. VA, okay, so this is, let's see here. So, okay, all right, so this is from Channel, okay, VA diverting resources to give illegal immigrants medical care report shows worse insult to veterans. This is from fifteen ABC 15 News. I don't, not really sure where they're out of. Well, maybe it's Washington. The U.S. Department of Veteran Affairs, despite having a backlog of hundreds of thousands of cases, appropriating resources to provide medical care for illegal migrants, according to a July report. In 2022, the facility provided health care services to over 118,000 detained illegal migrants, according to the report. These services amounted to the cost of more than $63.6 million and is expected to be even higher for 2023. Yeah. So the VA does not provide or fund any health care services to non-veteran individuals detained in U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcements. VA spokesman told the national desk Thursday at no time does the VA health care professionals or VA funds used for this purpose, which we know that's complete bullshit. So there is, I believe there's a bill that they were trying to pass. Yes, here it is. So uh, when this article was written in October, 2019, 2023. So there is a bill that was introduced by, Committee Chairman Mike Bost, Republican of Illinois, and Senator Tommy Tuberville, and I apologize if not getting the names correct, Republican Alabama, introduced a No VA Resources for Illegal Aliens Act. The fact that we even have to have a bill or an act like this so money doesn't get diverted to from our VA to help our veterans who have paid the ultimate sacrifice to illegals. So I hope... This show, this this show today is painting a very broad picture for you and hoping you understand what's actually going on now. So that's essentially what's happening with the immigration. Now I'm going to talk to you just a little bit about Joe Biden. I've been saying this now for a little bit, and I'm going to keep on saying it until maybe it just clicks inside. The 2024 election... Joe Biden will not be on the ticket. He will not be running. They have set the stage, like I've said, to remove him from presidency, or at least the ballot. You have Kamala Harris saying that if Joe Biden can't do it, I can do it, which in turn is trying to, that right there is trying to initiate the 25th Amendment. Now, I want everybody, again, and I've said this before, everybody needs to put their their feelings aside by we do not want to invoke the 25th Amendment. We don't, because then that gives them more time to pull off their plan. Let Joe Biden continue doing what he's doing. 
keep him in office, make the Democrats or Joe Biden pull him off, you know, off the ballot, or he drops out and shows his corruption. That's the only way it's going to all come out. They're already going after his kid, uh, after Hunter and showing now they had pictures of cocaine on his phone, who the big guy is and, you know, testimony. Joe Biden's memory isn't that great. They're really hammering in on that as well. So Joe Biden's not going to run. It's going to be Big Mike. And Big Mike, and I'm going to keep on saying Big Mike, Big Mike, Big Mike, Michelle Obama, and her running mate isn't going to be Hillary Clinton in her colostomy bag. It's going to be Gavin Newsom. And you see what's going on in California with all those Chinese nationalists, 90% of them coming over over there, coming in from over there. Wouldn't that just, you're putting it together yet? Gavin Newsom is chummy chummy with Xi Jinping. China wants the U.S., as I stated in the previous other episodes on how everything here in the U.S. is earmarked for a Chinese nationalist. They've already done it. And then now you got, this is what's going to happen. And we can't let that happen. We can't. And I know Trump isn't the answer. I mean, he's the answer for now, but long-term, no, because he's only got one term. But here's the other thing. You have to ask yourself, is Trump going to make it to 2024? And if he does, how long is he going to make it outside of that? That's why it's going to be very important for him and who he decides to be VP. Because if the Democrats or the deep state, they cannot beat Trump, they can't take his money, and he wins, you, you, do, you do the math. You figure out what's going to happen next. And if he gets any closer, if they don't think, you know, if, he, if they think he's going to win, that's why Nikki Haley's still there because they need a Republican to be running still. Think about it. Put two and two together. I know my listeners are very smart and educated, and I know you can put this together. You know what's going to happen. And that's, again, that's the only reason why Nikki Haley's still in there. She's going to get decimated in South Carolina. But she's still there because of what's going to happen. And she's going to continue being there because they need a Republican to run. And Nikki Haley, we all know, is a Democrat. Just in, it's a sheep in wolves clothes, I guess you can say. (laughs) So on that note, folks, I hope you enjoyed the show today. I know it was a little bit longer than my normal. If you liked it, definitely. Actually, you know what? I'm, you know, I need you guys to do me a favor. Go to whatever podcast that you're listening, podcast platform you listen to this, go and like the episode. Leave me a comment. Give me a five-star review on this episode. Go check out my other content, all the other episodes that are that I have previously. Give me some likes. You know, share them. If you know somebody in your life that might get offended by what I have to say, definitely you want to share with them. Follow us on our social media at The Hammer Drops Podcast or The Hammer Drops you can find us on all the podcast platforms at the Hammer Drops Podcast, and we're going to pop up. Visit us over there on our website at www.thehammerdrops.com for all everything, all of our episodes, my blogs, everything is up there for you to listen, read, and have a good time with and share it away. Don't forget to sign up for the mailing list as well. Until the next time, folks, be good to one another. And I'm going to echo this close our borders. Save America.